So Baruch Hashem, so we're going to continue where we left off last time. We were discussing last time in the Shir, not last week, two weeks ago, discussing the Indian of the Nefesh Hashem is Yisrael. He chelik elikai mal mamish. We discussed Marichas, the Indian of Yipach Bapam Nishmas Chayim. It's an afichamad, the nafach, metoichin nafach, like the Zerah Kodesh writes. And the Mela, the creation of a neshama of a Yid, the Nefesh Hashem is Yisrael, is in a totally different realm than all other creations. And that is the Chilak of the and we'll discuss Mr. Shem once we get to Paragimel, the Kar of Mamish, we'll discuss the Indian of what that what does that Nefesh do? How does it how does it you know interact with the world? What are the Levushim of the Nefesh? But before that he get, he he got involved in a question, which was the following question. The, qu- the question he asked was once we describe and once we understand that the Nefesh Hashem is Pisrol is a Chilak Alikamimal Mamish. Mamish. It's really it's, it's inside of every person. And we understand that that's what it means. It's like the Zera from the Moyach of the Av, that it comes from the Chachma, the Rabbani Shalom, into the creation of every one of us. And like we said from the Rambam, that they're different than our Chachma, which is independent from us. The Rabbani Shalom's Chachma is united with the Rabbani Shalom, even though we can't understand what that means. We don't know what that means, but that's the Metzius. The Metzius is that the Rabbani Shalom is one with his Chachma. Which Agav will talk about in Parakei. That's why the, that's the Kayach of Liman Torah itself is that you're you're getting involved in the Chachma the Rabbanu Shalom and Iyav Chachma Sechadu. The Rabbanu is one with this Chachma. So when I'm learning a Black Gemara, it's not that I'm learning, the, you know, what the Rabbanu wants to happen when Shoshanah Gesapara. I'm involving myself in the Chachma the Rabbanu Shalom and Iyav Chachma Sechadu. Rabbanu is one with this Chachma. So Torah is the greatest way. It's the highest way that I'm able to interact with the Rabbanu Shalom. It's 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 from the Olam of Atzilus. It's it's the highest thing. It's it's to the Rabbanu in the greatest way possible, and therefore it's Kaidim, It's Kaidim Abriya. It's precious. It's 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 a stack of the Bar Alma. It's the Chachma of the Rabbanu It's the source of everything, and I'll talk about that a little bit in Parakeh when we get into the Indian of how Lima Torah is different than Asiyas and Mitzvahs, and what the Chilik is between doing a Mitzvah and learning Torah. But however, what he said what he said over here is that Lamaisa every year is created from the Chachma of the Rabbanu Shem, Beni Bechari Yisrael, where the Bechar, where the Rashis, Rashis Aini, with the beginning of the Rabbanu. Chachma, and every yid should be created equal. And therefore, he asked the Kashi, ended off on the bottom of page Vav, that we find that it's not true. Although we would like to say, and it sounds very you know, politically correct in very 2022 to say that all Neshamas are created equal. Metzius is not like that. Metzius are that there are different Neshamas. In every Dar, there are different Neshamas. In different Deiris, there are different Neshamas. The Neshamas which are called Neshamas of Atzilos, the Neshamas of Bria, Neshamas of Itzira, Neshamas of Asiya. There are different levels of Neshamas. Not all Neshamas are created equal. Not all Deiris are created equal. Not everybody is given equal opportunity to be able to use, utilize the Neshamas in the same way. So how is that Shaykh? If every year is created, if every year is created from the Chachma, the Rabbanishim, Every yid is created from Why aren't we all created equal? Why am I not on the same level as the greatest tzaddik in the dark? So we should all be equal. The tzaddik beside Olam and the regular Pashat, the Pshute Am should all be mamish on the same level because we're all created from the Chachma. That was the Kasha that he, that he asked. First of all, in every dar, there's differences, and not only in every dar, but the darist himself, the dar ikkas the Mashiach, the dar deya, the dar comes from the roish, the mayach. That's why they're called the dar deya, not just because they received the Torah. This ikvus of the Mashiach, which is the ekvayim, the, the, the heels of other marisha. And that was a chayach that the differences in madrigas of neshamas. If lechera, we were all we were all created exactly equal. And that, that's what he's up to now. So here, here now we're going to get to the third mitzvah this week. And like we spoke about last week, we'll start to understand exactly what the Kayach of a Tzadik is and what it means a little bit to Indian of Eskashas to Tzadikim, which we're to do in Eretz Yisrael, both to live Tzadikim and even to Tzadikim and Misasim Kareem Chaim. 
even the tzaddikim who are no longer with us, you know, beguf, but at least to be makasha ourselves to tzaddikim. We'll talk a little bit about this Indian of what it means to be makasha to a tzaddik and what the avoida and what the purpose of being makasha to a tzaddik. So l- l- let's, let's just start again from the bottom over here. From Ba'af Shiyeshin, well, 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 we'll get to what uh, we were holding last week. Ba'af Shiyeshin, Rivay Smini Chalukim Adregis, Ben Hashemes, Gavaya Al Gavaya La Enkates. Right on the top of page 12. Kavay Gaydo Mailas Nishma Sa'avas, Maish Rabbeinu, Al Nishmas Derisenu. Nobody can, in our Dar, we can say, Masi Gil, Maish La Maish Avaisai, but nobody can say that we have any Shaykhis to the Nishamas of Avasakdashim. Al Nishamas Derisenu, Elad, Ikfis of the Mashiach, Shemachin Sakvaya Mamish, where the heels, the Gabay Maish Varish, Machin Bechol Dar Vidar. So our Dar compared to the Dar of Avram Avinu, the Dar of Maish Rabbeinu, and in every Dar, Yesh Roshi Alpha Yisrael, Shinishmar Sam, Shahim, Haim Bechinas, Roshi Maich, Lagabe Nishmosa Am, the Amaratim. So that's the kasha. is ready at the beginning of the terrace. That's the kasha. How is a child that every single person is able to be created on a different madrega if Lamais were all created, if we're all created on on uh, on different on different uh, on different levels, and then he just adds in that this is what he's adding in the the So it's important to know. We'll discuss this a little bit more in the third parak and Viter that there are three there there are three or really five chalakim to every neshama. Every neshama begins, and we mentioned this I think two weeks ago already. Every neshama begins with nefesh ruach neshama. The ones that he's speaking about here, which are the ones that are, are, are involved inside the guf, are nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Nefesh is the lowest level of the neshama. But we call, we just call the whole thing neshama. But really, and, and this is what the beauty of the, the, the Baltan is going to do, is going to break down the neshama into madragas and levushim, and, and we're going to be able to really understand the inner workings of the neshama. The neshama is, is, is comprised of three chalakim, called nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Nefesh is the lowest part of the neshama. That's the part that gives the chiyas to the guf. That's, that's the energy, that's the electricity in the guf. That's called the nefesh. Ruach is the emotions of a person, and neshama is already the, the intellect of a person. And then there's which are called makifim. They're even above a person, not even inside the person itself. Those are higher levels, levels of a person's neshama. But the nefesh, ruach, and neshama, he's saying not only in the level of neshama, the highest part of a person's neshama are the differences, but v'chein nefashas gavim nefashas. Even in the lowest part of a person's neshama, even the way the neshama interacts with the guf, there's also chalukim. So in the highest part, obviously there's chalukim, but even when it comes down mamish lamaisa, even the way the, the, the guf interacts with the world, there's also chalukim. Nefesh is a gabba nefesh. You call nefesh, every nefesh includes inside of it a nefesh shoch and a So how is a chayach to dark halukim? And that's the kasha that we ended off last week. So Zak to Balatani like this. Mikal makayim, sheirish kala nefesh, ruach and neshama, kulam eirish kala madregis, ad soif kal dargin, hamalubish beguf amiratzem, bekal shabakalim, nimshach memoich elegance. He starts off by telling us we have to understand and we have to believe, we have to know the Matthias is. We all come from We all come from the Rabbanishlam, from the Chachma, the Rabbanishlam, like the Masha that we gave two weeks ago of the Ben coming from the Mayachadav. That's a Metzius, right? Even the way he writes it, the Mepharshim point out, the way he writes it is, at Seif Kaldargin. It's a Meresh Kaldargin, it's a Meresh At Seif Kaldargin is Aramaic, right? It's Aramis. Right, so we, Aramis is always considered a mamutza. We mentioned this once before in one of the Shurim that, that Aramaic is always considered the, the, the medium in between Lashna Kaidish and English. Right? Lashna Kaidish, I'm sorry, and the, and the other 70 languages. There always needs to be in between every, every madriga. There's, there's a mamutza, there's that which is in between. Aramis is considered that language, which is, you know, Zerah Kaddish is written, Bavli is written that way. It's written with, uh, with the aspect of Aramaic, but it's considered on a lower, le- lower level, obviously, 
the Lashon HaKadosh, right? So he's saying, even from those who are involved in that world, the Lashon HaKadosh, to those that are not, he doesn't say, even those that are not even on the level of Ruach of Lashon HaKadosh, then the level of Aramis, every single one of them, however, let's take the Mashal from the beginning, all the way to the end, right? The muscle that we gave in understanding why every neshama is coming from the Rabbanisham himself, man is because we all come from the chachma, the Rabbanisham. If you look at, look at the child, every child is created from the chachma of the, of the father, right? So if we take the muscle, every, every father has the zero, which begins the mayach, it goes down, it's, it goes into the mother, and then it's created over nine, a, nine, a nine month period, creates his baby, and then the baby comes out. If you look at that child, every chilek of that child, which created from the same from the same from the same zera which came from the father, but it's very understandable and, and it's very pressure to all of us that there's a massive chilek between the child's brain and the child's toenail, right? I they were all created they were all created from the same place, uh, so we could ask the same kasha. The same way we have a kasha, how could you have two neshamas which come from the same place and aren't equal? So last year the same kasha. How could you have two children? How could you have one child? The child is created from that same kipa zera. And nevertheless, in the child itself, the child has toenails, which you can cut them off and nothing happens to the child. You can have an ingrown toenail, knock off the whole toenail, nothing happens. The child could lose chalila toe and nothing will happen. And if chalila, the child, you know, one of the valves in the heart gets stuffed up, then, uh, you know, it, it's terrible. So how is the child that the same type of zera can create a heart and a toenail? Isn't it, isn't, doesn't the heart and the toenail come from the same place? Shouldn't the heart and the toenail be in the same adrega? So, by the Rebunishalom, we're all considered part of one guf. And Mimela, every. every himself, does he have parts that are more chashim? Of the Rebunishalom? There's no parts of the Rebunishalom. There's no, there's no, but in the creation so of, you're talking about in the creation, right, we're all coming from that tipa zera kaviyachal of the chachma, the Rabbanish, which comes down and creates, you know, 600,000 neshamas that are called the Russian neshamas of Kali Yisrael. 600,000 Russian neshamas of Kali Yisrael. Now, there are different levels of neshamas. There are toenail neshamas, and there's heart neshamas, and there's brain neshamas. Oh, so it's very good. So as a chayach, which means, so we understand that the mashal and the nimshal, the mashal and the nimshal go very well. Because the same way that the tipa zera is able to create a toenail and a brain, so so too, kaviyachal, the, the, the mayach, the chachma, the rabbanishal, and the chachma ilah is able to create a, a moish rabbeinu and it create an acher, right? The same, the same mayach, the same chachma ilah can create an acher and a moish rabbeinu. How's the chayach? Because, I don't know, we'll, we'll see in a second, but they're both coming from the same place. It's, it, it doesn't mean that they're not coming from the same place because they're not in the same adrega. The same way by the child, they come, they come from the same place and they end up in different places. So too by the Rabbanishlam, they come from the same place, they originate in the same place, yet somehow they come out differently. How is that child? What, what happens? So again, we have to always just take it back to the mashal, look at the mashal, view the mashal, and then we'll be able to understand in the nimshal how it works, right? He says, Right? So if you take the fingernails and the, and the hand and your, your toenails, toenails are always going to be less chashev than the fingernails, right? They're less external, they're, they're hidden. They're not, not nearly as chashev as the fingernails. It's tziporni it's, raglov. It's, it's the raglayim are the lowest part, and this is the lowest part. Right? In general, there's, there's things which are called moistress. There's things which are part, parts of the body which are not necessary for a person to be able to live. And you can cut them off, and it's a pelodagazach, but both the here and the nails. Right, that's where the tremendous amount of is attached themselves to both the hair and the nails. Right, that's 
you know, all the all the inyanim that we have with you know cutting here and not cutting here today, you know, Rishchaydus should be that chaser. A lot of these inyanim have a lot to do with the fact that this clipus in the here, see them shaving the head, the head. A lot of it has to do with the fact that here is considered something which is called meisus. It's not necessary. A person can cut off. It, it's live, but if I cut my hair off, it doesn't hurt before. Right? Every other part of the body, if I cut off, it hurts. Right? Nails are the same way. Right? You cut off your nail, it's live. It grows. But you can cut it off and nothing happens. Every other part of the body that you would cut off would be, you know, would be very painful. Obviously, if a person cut it off. Right? That's why nails have the ability to, to you know, when a woman steps on them, it can clean the mapela. There's a lot of inyanam that have to do with here and, na- here and nails because it's considered you know, the, the, the lowest, lowest part of a person. It's attached to a person, but it also can be cut off very easily and it grows and it's meant to be cut off. And if it's not cut off, it's, it's a chasarin. It's meant to just go places. So it, it, it's the lowest part. And this is not just the regular fingernails, this is your toenails. It's the lowest part of a person's body and the lowest part of that part of, the, of, that part of the person's body. Not just the heel, but it's even lower than the heel. It's the toenails. But in the, in the toenails, where, where were the toenails created? When the baby comes out of the mother's womb, the baby's created with toenails. Right, it's a pillow, but that's, that's the way the baby's created. Now, when did the toenails get created? How did the toenails get created? In the same way everything else got created. The same way the mayach of the child got created. The same way the child has a brain and a heart and a liver and lungs. They're, those were created while, the, while that zero was in the mother's womb and, and turning into a child, the toenails also created. And so were the fingernails. So every part of the child, important or less important. Right? How does it happen? It comes from that same tipa, this tiny tipa creates all of it. Well, it stays for, in the mother's womb for nine months. It's able to turn from being a tipa zera into being a fully formed child, right? The nine chadashim present nine of the spheres, and then Malchus is the ultimate when the child comes out, but it, it, it remains there and it turns into a child. Right? So what happens is, is there's a process. And, and uh, I'm not 100% sure scientifically, although I think it's scientifically like this as well, the things like toenails and fingernails are created less. They're the last part of the baby that's created. First becomes the most important parts of the baby, the heart, the brain, the things which are really important. And then slowly around it becomes the, you know, the excess parts of the body, the, 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 the fingers and the toes and the extra parts of the, the child's body are created less. So that type of zero, when it first entered into the mother, that was the beginning of the creation of the child and then it stayed there and stayed there and stayed there. And as it incubates in the mother for nine months, it slowly all of the, it's able to create this full guf called a child. Everything's able to be created from that teapot. Now, everything came from that same place, but as it, as it stayed in the mother's womb for nine months, it got further and further away from the mayachadav, right? So the beginning thing that's created in the child, that's very close to the maisa, which created the child. So that's at the beginning. And then six months later, they take the sonogram and, and, and that which is being created on six or seven or eight is, is much further away from the mayachadav. Yet it still is coming from the same place. It's just madrigach, 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 month after month after month, day after day after day, where it sat there, it incubated, and now it turned into something more. So those later chalakim are coming from the same place. They just came out at a later time. Zakta Valtani, we'll see this inside in a second, but the Rabbanisham Kaviachala works the same way. Which means everybody comes from the Chachmeilah. Chachmeilah is all the way to the top. We said it's higher than the Olam Atzilos. Now, now, the, now, Again, we have to imagine this in a very Gashmi way, although of course we don't mean this in a Gashmi stick away. The Lamas are not, there's no Lamas on top of us and it's not, it's not the way you know, we imagine that we live in Ilamasiya. There's like another whole globe called Yitziran, Bria, and it doesn't work, you know, Atsilas. We're not talking about physical space, but if we can just imagine for a second a physical space, if there's this drop, which is called Chachmi Ilah, and then it starts coming down. So those Neshamas which come out in Ilam Atsilas, 
There was a called El Matzilus Lekin Hashamas. They're created in El Matzilus, and they're called El Matzilus Lekin Hashamas. Now, then the then the Chachma Ilah continues traveling down. Some Hashamas are not created in El Matzilus; they're created only in Bria. Some are created in Yitira. Some are created in Yisir in Asiya. Each one of those Hashamas are coming from the same place. The question is, how far from the original Tipa? From that Chachma Ilah, how far is it down the ladder? Now, the Neshamas are created in Atzilos, also have to be in a body in this world, right? So, they, 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 which means it's very nice you're created way up there, but Lamaisa, you're, you're down at the same place, right? So, Mavarsham explained that what happens is, is somebody called, and the Valtan himself talks about this in, in the Kutatari, there are, they, they sort of jump. It's like a bridge that takes them all the way from Eilav Atzilos down to Eilav They skip going through that process called Heshtalshalos Elamis, going from you know, Atsilas down through the Alamas, they go from Atsilas, the Neshama's right there, and the Neshama jumps from the Elam Atsilas, and again, not in a physical way, and it's put into a body in, in the Elam in the So there is a Neshama which is Ma'amash, the Mayach, and then that Mayach gets put into a body of Asiya. And then there's a Neshama which goes down on Madrega, down two Madregas, down three Madregas, and each one of the Elamas is, you know, Madregas of Madregas of Madregas in each Elam, but it's working through Madregas, and the, late, the later it came out, that's, that's, how, that's what type of Neshama it is. It wasn't all created equally. Why wasn't all the neshamas created in Elam Atzilus over ever? Why aren't all neshamas created? Because there, there needs to be a kaimah shlema of different levels of neshama. The, the tzaddik who's the mayach can't function without people who are the legs. Everybody needs to work hand in hand, right? Netzachanoyu, which are the two legs, are considered tam, they're called the Koba de Zerakadish Tamchai Raisa. They're the ones that support the Torah. There needs to be a sacha, there needs to be a zvul, there needs to be a dom. It needs to be created that there's, there's a full kaima of different types of people. And there needs to be a, a, a toenail, and there needs to be, a, 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 you know, a har. I remember one of the tzaddikim that we went to, remember who was by, said, you know, the tzaddik's, I think Rabbi Lil was saying this, tzaddik's considered the brain, but it was, it was, I don't remember who it was, but the brain can't walk without the legs, right? The, the, brain, the brain needs the legs, and the legs need to be our dars called the Kusumashikh, they're called the Tamcha Raisa. The, the legs need to be carrying the rest of the body. So it's, it's, there needs to be a, a full, a full um, gamut of Nishamas which are created from, you know, all the way from the top, all the way down to the bottom. So the muscle's clear, right? The same way that that Tipa Zera comes from the Mayach of the Father, and then as it just sits and, sits and incubates, and the mother's womb can create a mayach, and then later, as it gets later in the process, can then create toenails. So too, the chachmi ilah, which comes from the rabbanu shalolam, creates neshamas and elam atzilos, and then as it gets further and further down, farther away from that chachmi ilah, the more, and again, we don't mean a physical way, we just mean more levels of astara, more levushim, more separation, then neshamas are coming out later. So the neshamas are all coming from the same ingredients. The question is, how late in the process did they come out Lamaisa, and now early in the process. The Neshamas of Atzilus came out right away, and the Neshamas of Asiya came out much later in the process after they went through all the Madrigas and all the Shtal Shalos That's the Chilak in terms of Madrigas. However, however, obviously, if you take the toenail, the toenail is still Makusher to the Mayach of the, fa- of the child, right? Because how does the toenail get its ability to be able to, to, be able to continue growing? The toenail has life in it, right? How, how, does the, how do the legs have the ability to move? Only because the brain is giving the legs the capability to move. The brain is sending signals to the legs to, to move forward constantly, right? It's not a process, we don't think about it, but it happens automatically. A person moves his hands, a person moves the body. That's all coming from the brain. So if we're gonna take, if we're gonna take you know, the legs, and we'll say, well, you know, the legs are on a low madrego. Why? Because they came out much, much later. But wait a second, the legs are still 100% connected to the brain and are totally reliant on the brain. So even though the legs are not on the same level as the brain when they come out Lamaisa, the legs are still cushion and connected to the world of the brain, of the child. And the brain of the child is connected to the brain of the father. 
So even though the legs are not as connected to the brain of the father as the brain of the, fa- as the, brain of the child is, but through, you know, through this medium called the brain of the child, they're also connected. So again, you have this, this, this you know, muscle. The muscle is, is the brain of the father, and then the brain of the father creates this tipa zera, which then creates a full child. If you look at the full child, the full child is one you know, human. Now, all parts of the child are all are not created equal, but all parts of the child are connected to the brain of the child. Everything's coming from the brain. Everything's coming from the mayach of the child. That mayach of the child is the most connected to the mayach of the av from any part of the body. So the toenail is connected to the mayach of the child. The mayach of the child is connected to the mayach of the av. So in the nimshal, the, 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 the lowest neshamas, the neshamas of ikvis and the mashiach, or the lowest neshamas within the dar, are connected to the reish hadar, which are the tzaddikim of the dar, which are called the reish the reish, the reish and, and he's connected to the Rabbanu Shalom. Now, is the toenail also connected to the Rabbanu Shalom? Yeah, of course, because the toenail also is connected to the mayach of the father. It's just not as direct. The mayach of the, the, mayach of the ben, the brain of the child, is more directly connected to the mayach of the father than the toenails are connected to the father. So, again, we have the mashal, we have the nimshal, and everything's clear, except it's not 100% clear. For one very simple, for one very simple kasha, which always bothered me, is that... <laughs> And therefore, it's it's a chiluk of the medayim to the nimshal will be that the toenail of the child is done between the mayach of the father. The toenail of the child. Because by the child and the father, there's a medium which is the mayach of the child. Right. Which the child's nail came from the mayach of the child, but humans come from neshamas come from amchiluk v'kayim mal, which is really not the neshamah. No it's how they, it's it's coming from benishal itself. No, so, so in, in the mashal, and this is what we're going to get to in a second, in the mashal, what we're, in the nimshal, the neshamas of the, of the, the neshamas, the low neshamas of the dar, I'm a kusher to the high neshamas of the dar, and that gives them a deeper, deeper connection to the Rabbanu Shalom. Why does it go through the high neshamas of the dar? Should the, it go through direct? So they, they do, they do, they do have a direct connection because they were also created from the same tipa, but in terms of the shalshalas, they come, they're on a much lower madrega. So their capability to connect to the mayach av is through the medium of the mayach of the, of the, of the child. Now, of course, even, well, maybe we'll, we'll talk about this this week and next week, even though there's a concept of Eskash Sadiqim, of course, every Yid, independently, has a connection to the Rabbani Shalom. It doesn't make a difference whether you have the toenails, or whether you have the fingernails, or whether you have, it doesn't, whoever you are, whatever part of the body you are, you have a direct relationship to the Rabbani Shalom, because you come from the Rabbani Shalom, because you're Chachmet, you come from the Chachmet law. However, if a person wants to have the ability to be able to connect on a higher madrega than he is, to be able to connect in a more, in a deeper way, in a more profound way, the way to do that is by being miskasher oneself to a tzaddik, and by connecting oneself to a tzaddik, Mamela now, that tzaddik is more connected with less levels of astara to the Rabbani than I am. So I connect myself to a tzaddik, I'm miskasher to a tzaddik, and now that tzaddik is more directly connected to the Rabbani because he's from Eilam Atzilus, and I'm all the way from the bottom of Eilam Asiyah, I'm the Malchus of Eilam Asiyah. What's your connection to the tzaddik? How do you get a connection? No, but see it. No direct line. No, directly. You, oh, so very good. You're automatically connected to a tzaddik. We'll get this in a second. You you are connected to the tzaddik of the door, whether you know it, whether you've seen him, whether you don't know. It's Matthias. Because the same. Because because it's the shalshalus. Then you don't need the tzaddik. Because the way you connect the tzaddik is by going up to where you both came from. Once you're there, already, you don't need. No, so you would you can you're connecting to the tzaddik. Automatically, you're connected to the tzaddik. Automatically, your kayach is coming from the tzaddik of the door. Right? Now that kayak of the tzaddik is coming from the Rabbanu Shalom. Why is that? Why is it coming from the tzaddik? I mean, just like in the nimshal, where the child, his kayak is coming from his mayach. His mayach is the medium. His imik is from his mayach. Right. His mayach is the medium. To him and the father. So your neshama is coming from a tzaddik's neshama? It's, it's connected to a tzaddik's neshama, yeah. 
it's Shefa's coming. It's she- exactly. The, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Right? So the, the Svarma Gadashim Taich. A Shvil means the Shvil means a path. It doesn't mean because of it, means that there's a path. Right? He's Dilo Bekav Charuven, May Shvul Shvul, also the Gemara, something like that. All he needs is a drop of, you know, a drop of Charuven. He doesn't need a lot. But he, Lamais, is the one that's bringing that Shefa for the, for the whole. Right? People are running to sneak him a Brachas for Parnassah. The guy, he has no Shaykhas to Parnassah. He doesn't know anything about business. He has no Shaykhas to the world of Gashmis. What are you going to him for? Going to him for Brachan Ruchnias. But what's the Indian of going to a tzaddik for bracha and shefa and gashmis? Because everything comes through the channel, through the pipe of the tzaddik. So it, it's coming the same again, the ma'ech of the av, to the ma'ech of the ben, to the to the of the child. It comes from the rabbanu to the ma'ech of the, of the tzaddik, and then to the child. So you go to, you go to a tzaddik for a bracha. What, what you're asking is, is that you, excuse me, obviously the rabbanu is a makar of shefa. And obviously, you know, Khalila, even we'll, we'll talk about this as we get into this Kash Sadiqim. Obviously, a person can't confuse the brain of the child as being an independent entity. But, however, the, if you want to know, you know, where the Kayach of where the Kayach of the Dar is, where the Munch is sending the Shefa through, so the Sadiqim of the Dar. And this is all called Mamish. This, even going through the tzaddik, it's local Yeah, you have a chelik just at a lower level of a shtal. So you're collecting, you're connecting to a higher level of the mamash than you're on. A male, that level is connected more to the rabbanishim than you are. The problem with the mashal is a very the problem. Is that the meich of the child is not really connected to the meich of the father anymore, right? Which means they, if the child's an independent, it originated from there, but now it's an independent creation. But, but in the nimshal, it's not like that. And the nimshal, the kayach, the, the, the mayach of the ben, which is the tzaddik, is 1,000% one, 1, reliant on the Rabbanu Shalalam. So the mashal always bothered me, and I, I was happy to see one of the first that the Baltani himself says that it's not a good mashal. It's not 100% clear mashal, because any mashal you give to anything ruchnis is never going to cut it, because we're trying to talk about things which are, which are beyond our hasaga in a way of gashmi, so it's always going to be... Every mashal and Chabad's very into giving mashalim as you look through the mamarim's mashalim all the time, but mashalim never, never really, they never really get to it lamaisa because it's a mashal. It's not, a, it's not an imshal. So the the problem with the mashal is that in the mashal, the mayach of the father is not giving. It, it, it's origin. It's the creator of the mayach of the child, but it doesn't. It, the, 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 the the child can you know cut himself off from the father and say I have nothing to do with you anymore. Go move to Japan and he'll still live exactly the way he lived before. He doesn't stop living. It's not like a creation which stops living if he cuts himself off from the father. As opposed to the Rabbanishim, the whole Maila is, is that the Mayach of the father and the Mayach of the ben are 1,000% connected to each other and the Mela, the Mayach of the, the, of the child, can't, can't exist without the Mayach of the father. Yeah, well, you can't cut yourself off from Hashem. So right. It's, it's like, so it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. That, that's the Chilak. The Chilak is... a better point. It's giving a, a Marshall Nimshal, but also teaching you Right, that you could, but the Rabbanisham, you can't, you don't exist as an independent entity. And, and if Khalil, if a person thinks that he does, that's when you, you, when you lose him, it sees completely. So again, it's, it's not 100%, it's not 100%. I'm just going to read his Lashon. He writes in Lakutu Terra Rosh Hashanah. He writes, Not like this mushal, he's talking about this mushal over here. Not like this mushal of a ben from an av, where the ben now becomes an independent entity. There's different levels of serious nefesh and a hava that the child has for his father. Even though the neshama recalling the neshama and the mashal, a child, but it's not an independent creation. When a father gives birth to a child, that's, it's an independent creation. The child can live even after the father passes away. Nothing, nothing is, you know, he's not mamash tali and his There is an aspect to it and there's a lot of similarities between the father and the child, but it's not a direct relationship similar to to the relationship between the Rabbanu Shalom and Sadiqim. No, 
Yeah. The connection all that, the disgusting nerves. It's all connected to the mic. Right. And even so, for it to do a shot properly, it has to connect. The mic has to be kind of telling you what to do. Right. So, right, so that's what it is. It's, so it's, it's a connection. The initial would be that some sort of connection there. It's all connected. Right. And, 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 and what we'll talk about, we'll talk about in a minute is, is that it's, it, it doesn't make a difference whether you know it or don't know it. It doesn't make a difference whether, you, whether you're a masnagat against the tzaddik. You, you can hate the tzaddik and you can be the one, you know, putting pashkavilim against him. The Mitzvah says you're getting a shefa from him, either directly, panam upon him, or a charayim. There's, there's two ways to get the shefa. It's coming through the channel, b'shvil chanani b'ni. It's, it's not, it's nothing you can really do about it. If you're a toenail, you can always need the brain. It's, it's a Mitzvah. Now, of course, again, uh, I'm just going to reiterate again. Of course, every single Yidin Klai Yisrael has a direct relationship with the Ramon Shal because the Tzipranayim comes from the Mayachadav. But nevertheless, if a person wants to deepen his connection, if a person wants a real relationship, this is the Mayla of Eskash Sadikim. This is the Mayla of what it means to connect, connect oneself to a Tzadik. Right, for example, the Baltania was one time, the Baltania was one time sitting in Yom Kippur, middle of davening. This Kittel, Tals over his head. Yeah, it was Mil somewhere middle of davening. And he stopped in the middle of davening and he puts his Tals down and he walks out of Shul. He walks, you know, somewhere on the other side of town. He walks into a house. Uh, for some reason, all the kids always got left home in Yom Kippur and all the Maislech. But this is, there's a kid in Nebuch who was sick who got left home. And the Baltanya walked into the house. So this kid was Nebuch sitting there, Mamash lying, you know, Mamash Pesachonis Nefashis. He quickly turned on the fire, put up a bowl of soup for the girl. And Mamash, you know, sat there for an hour giving her hot soup and nursed her back to health. So the Lubavitcher Rebbe said, the, the last Lubavitcher Rebbe said, he said the Chiddush wasn't that the Baltanya cooked soup for this girl. Because of course, yeah, I'm saying it's it's Monsieur, it's it's a uh, Of course, Dechim Kipper. The Chiddush was is that the Baltanya, middle of Ishmael Esrei, knew and felt that there's some girl on the other side of town who's who's dying. How does that happen? It, it doesn't happen because you know somebody you know sent him a message. It doesn't happen just because Ruach Hakodesh. What happens is, is there's a Betzias. There's a Betzias connection between the Baltanya, who's the Rosh and the Mayach. And every and every and every single person in his town, and every one of his chassidim, and all their children, it, it, it's it's a deeper connection than just the connection of oh, you know, I have a shaykhis to the person. I know the mice or Bayer Levine or Bayer Levine went to the doctor and said, you know, our foot hurts. I had the famous mice, I tell you when you're our foot hurts. So by a tzaddik, it's like that also. By a tzaddik, the relationship of of of, of a push the yid to a tzaddik is on the same level. It's it's the tzaddik feels the, the regular person, and the regular person feels that there's a, there's an ashamadik, a pneumistic connection between a tzaddik and a regular person, and that comes because the child, the, the, the regular person is the pshutei am, the tzipur nayim, and the tzaddik is the roish, and they're, they're automatically connected, they're part of one body. There's nothing they can do about the connection to, to, to break it. They can strengthen it, but it's a mitzvah. It's always going to be there. That mitzvah of their connection is always memela there. So memela the, the av or the moyach, I'm sorry, feels when when the when the when the toenails in pain. A person has an ingrown toenail, it hurts. It hurts the brain. The brain feels the pain. So when, when, a, when a tzaddik feels the pain of, of a rasha or of a, of, of a person who's a chayta, it, that's because there's a connection between them. Right? Big tzaddikim, right? One of the rabbis said, said small tzaddikim love big, small rasham, big tzaddikim love big, big rasham. Right? The bigger of a tzaddik you are, the more, you, the more your neshama is called a neshama kalalas, the more it's a bigger neshama, the more it's kalal, the, the pasha, the simple people, you know, all the way in, in, in the most far-flung places because I have a connection to them because I'm a Rosh. I'm a Mela. Every Neshama underneath that Tzaddik, underneath that Rebbe, of course, is going to have a Kesha to him. So it's the bigger the Tzaddik is, the higher the Tzaddik is. The, the, the nail, which means the, the, the finger, doesn't really care so much if the toenail is in pain. It doesn't bother the fingernail, Bechal. And it doesn't bother the arm, Bechal. What does it bother? It only bothers the brain. 
So it's a pelad kazach when you see tzaddikim. We're talking about this like Rabbi Shimon. You see, you know, Rabbi Shimon is Rabbi Shimon is a neshama kalelus. Right? Rabbi Shimon is a neshama. He's, he's kalel everybody. Right? He's called tzaddik yisraelim. Right? He's one of the tzaddikim which kulei almamoides with tzaddik yisraelim. So you can have a tzaddik like Rabbi Shimon who can have frum fry chesidish litvish svardim. Everyone's everyone's mukushet to Rabbi Shimon. Right? You go there on 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 like ba'omer and it's pile plum. There's everybody there. How is the shaykh? What is this fry guy? If any shaykh is Reb Shimon, you never open the zayar. You don't. You never open. You never learn the gemara that, that mentioned Reb Shimon. Forget about the zayar. What shaykh is he after Reb Shimon? Shad is that Reb Shimon cares about you because Reb Shimon's a mayach. Reb Shimon's Reb Shimon's Reish Kol Bnei Yisrael. Reish Bnei Yisrael. He's Rebbe. Reish Bnei Yisrael. Memela, he's the Reish. And Memela, it can be the lowest fungus on the to- toenail. But but Kaviachal, it hurts Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says that hurts because it's somebody who's not makushet to the rabbanu shalavan. So we'll have to get to this more by Rishon. I just want to share one maisa. Peldik I bought when I was in Eretz Yisrael. Not this time, not last time. Maybe two times. Uh, one of the times is in Eretz Yisrael recently. They came out the mic. They came out the, uh, uh, a safer from Rabbi Yol Khan. Was a big mashpin chabadis for bringings. So I'll just end with this mic. I love this mic. I read it. I remember where I was. I was on the plane on the way back. Eretz Yisrael last time, and even though I was flying with my wife and kids, I had a few minutes to, to open a safer, and uh, I saw this mic. It's sort of peldik mic. There was a yid from Yidnei Michal came to visit Rabbi Yol Khan. He's from Australia. Came to visit Rabbi Yol Khan. And he said, he was originally Israeli, grew up in Eretz Yisrael, totally fry, and never a lot of these fry people, they don't, they, they, like, stares them even to live in Eretz Yisrael. They, it bothers them to live in Eretz Yisrael because the mice are, they're, they're, they're anti. So he moved to Australia, but not just to Australia, he moved to a city in Australia, a little far-flung village in Australia called Tasmania. It's mamish like way out there somewhere in Australia. V- come on, nobody there. Mamish come on, nobody there. He said there were 30 families there that lived there, 30 Jewish families that lived there. Not Shemir Torah Mitzvah but that is shul. They were like very traditional. A lot of a lot of places you have like that in England and a lot of the other Australia also. They have like Yidin are totally frying, but they won't mishul on Shabbos for anything. While they drive, they come. They're very traditional. There's a big there's a big mile and a big chesaron on that. I know because I, I looked into it at one point taking a job as a rav in, in England, and one of these shuls, which is like that the board of the shul that's hiring the rav is fry. Mud nazach. So I'm getting interviewed by a board. This is a Ravos, maybe the assistant Rav. I'm getting interviewed by a board. The board is totally fried. They're not Shemesh Shabbos. And they're interviewing for a Rav. I was like, well, how do you decide what's a good Rav? Like, the guy who said, give sermons? Like, what's the. It's very interesting, exactly. The whole, the whole shul is like this. They're very traditional. It's a major Maila. The Maisa, they're connected to come to shul. It's also concerned because there's a certain, like, we're good. You know what I mean? We're happy where we are. We come to shul. There's a certain. Uh, become very complacent because they feel connected, right? As opposed to, like, a fry in America knows he's mamish not connected. But halal, so it's a Maila and Either way, so there was a shul of 30 Freya families who got together every Shabbos and, and they you know, used to get there in shul. They didn't have a Rav, they had a Chazan. This, they hired a guy, he was a Chazan, he knew how to lane, he knew how to lead the Tfilis. He was a Chazan, Mamash Amaratzim. Skai Machal told the Yael Khan, there was such Amaratzim, he said they, they one time had a visitor come to the shul and he was Medea them that you don't do Chazar Shatz by Mayriv. They don't know, they thought we do Chazar Shatz by all three Tfilis. They don't know, they opened the city, they just, they don't know. Well, why, why should you do by Minchan Abamayr? Why Mayr? They're all three Tfilis. Someone told them, Mamash, real, I'm totally not German terminus. Kids over here, yeah, this chasm was nifter. He was nifter, he moved away. I remember he was, he was nifter. I think he was nifter. So I might say they were stuck. They, they, didn't, you know, they always had somebody who led the davening, who led the thing. They found out that this is Yir Machal, this Israeli, who lives in, lives in their town, totally fry also, but he knows how to read Hebrew. He's somebody who can actually read the Chumash. They called him up and they said, listen, Machal, we need a favor. We have 30 families. We come to shul every Shabbos. We need somebody to be able to help us. We need somebody to be able to, you know, to lane for us, to lead the tefillah. We don't know how to read Hebrew. We don't know anything. Our chazan's gone. We need somebody. He said, no. He said, I've never slept in the shul in Eretz Yisrael. I'm not saying shul here. I left Eretz Yisrael because I'm done with the, I'm done with seeing from people. I'm done with seeing a shul. I'm no shaykh. says, I don't know how to lane. I don't know how to daven. I can read Hebrew, but I, I'm not malumid, Machal. It's not like I grew up from and I went fry. I don't know anything. 
said, I'm telling you, you have to come, you have to come. They begged him and begged him. Finally said, listen, I don't want to come, I'll see you this guy, but I'll just being a nice person. <laughs> it's 30 families, I don't want to you know, disappoint them. He said, you know what, I'll come and I'll, uh, I'll do the job. Fine. So he came in, he started, you know, he had to learn episodes a little bit. You know, had to re- it was before the internet, but he was, you know, trying to figure out what he's supposed to be doing. He got some, order some books, figure out how we supposed to, uh, how we supposed to learn. The kids are fine. He was leading davening every Shabbos. He was leaning every Shabbos. I said, him and his family, him and his wife started becoming shikamor makusher to the whole, uh, the whole Indian of, of, uh, of Yiddishkeit. But he didn't know anything. I said, there was no Amazon then. There was no internet. He didn't really know anything. He, was, he, was, he said he was pushing, begging the Rabbani Shalom that the Rabbani Shalom should have to send him, send him something, uh, somebody who's going to be able to help him. Kitzer, he's davening to the Rabbani Shalom that the Rabbani Shalom should help him out. And Chabad Shliach from Australia, I think from Melbourne, Chaim Gutnik, walked into shul. Walked into his community. Walked into his shul. Got a long white beard. He walks into shul. So he sees him. He gives him a big shalom aleichem. And finally, they start schmoozing, and he says, I'm trying to learn more about Yiddishkeit, and he tells him about the community, fine. Chai Gutnik says, not a problem. He invites him to his house in Australia. Kids are, he ends up becoming, mom is totally from, he moves to Melbourne, and he ends up becoming, you know, one of the chassidim by, uh, by one of the chassidim by Chaim Gutnik, comes totally from, you know, from this meeting, from this time that Chaim Gutnik was there. He said his daughter was one time, Sky Machal's daughter, was one time talking to Chaim Gutnik's daughter, and she said, she's like, you know why my father was even in, Tasmania that day. He, doesn't, he never came to Tasmania before. He was never there after. You know why my father was there. So this guy, Michal's daughter, said, no, I have no clue. I have no clue why your father was there. But the, you know, that meeting of your father coming to Tasmania, that was the whole reason why my family came from. She said, I'll tell you the pshat. She said that my father received a letter from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And the Rebbe, the Rebbe was being mechazak, my father, about his shlichas that he was doing. And the Rebbe said, you should make sure that you're not only, you're not only caring about the big, you know, the big cities in Melbourne, that you're placed in Sydney, the place that you're in. You also have to make sure that you get to all the little villages. Kigoyin, Tasmania. Now, how in the world did the Lubavitcher even know that there was a city called Tasmania in Australia? I don't know. That, that's the first cash in the Maisa. But he said, my father saw, she said, my father saw the letter from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he mentioned the city of Tasmania. So my father went to Tasmania. He didn't know what he would see there. He didn't know what would happen there. And my father met your father. My father met your father and invited him for a Shabbos. And yeah, he ended up becoming from. So uh, Yel Khan was saying, it's such a Paldic Maisa, because here you have a Rebbe who's living in Crown Heights, who from the day he became Rebbe never left the city of Crown Heights, uh, besides to go to Queens to the island once he went upstate. Other than that, he never left. He never left New York. The, the, the state of New York, he never left New York from the day he became Rebbe. Right? Everyone in New Jersey never went anywhere. Went upstate to Gandhi Soil, I think it was once, and he used to go to Queens to the Isle on a regular, regular, regular basis to Schwerz, to the, to the, to the, what's it called? To the previous Rebbe's, uh, the Rebbe Yatza's cavern. And, he, and he's, but Epis, he feels something. Again, whether it's Ruch HaKadosh, whether he knew about him, whether he didn't know about him, but Epis, something in the Reish is stared that there's some Yid all the way in Tasmania, Australia, who feels rachik from the Rabbanisham, who's davening to get a cash to the Rabbanisham, and the Lubavitcher Rebbe is caring about that year in Tasmania, Australia. It's a, it's a pillar plum, but what the, what, what the Balatani is telling us, it's Pasha. It's the Reish feels the Sipranayim. So it's not that, you know, the Rebbe is sitting there on a throne and he's no shaykh as a pshut down. Fakarit, the bigger of the Rebbe a person is, the bigger of a tzaddik the person is, the more a person has shaykh as to pshut am, to the low people. A melee can have a Lubavitcher Rebbe who's worried that every single yid throughout the world, there shouldn't be a yid anywhere in the world that, that's chas or anything. Gash Mesaruchni is every year, and look at the Shluchim, there's a Shluchim, you know, it was last, this past Shabbat, you said we were there, right? No, no, the last year. The last year, you know, the Shluchim, they just had the, the Shluchim conference this past Shabbat, 
it, it's the Kenes HaShulcham. It's Pili Plam, but, but all over the world. Why? Because the Rebbe who sat in Kran Heights said that there needs to be that every year, wherever they are, no matter how much of the Tzipor Nai Reglayim they are, they need to make sure they're taken care of. Because the Rosh cares about the Reglayim. The Rosh cares about the Tzipor Nai. And that's the Milo. And we'll have to talk about this more about Riches, about what this means, discussion, Sadikim, and how to do it, what, and what the Avaida is. But at least we understand from the Mashal and Imshal a little bit what the Avaida is. It's the Rosh, there's the Raglayim. Now they all come from the same place. It's a question of how much of Shtalshlis there was from the Tipa all the way until it got to the creation. Some are created in the Mayach, some are the Leif, and some are the Kavit, some are end up all the way in the bottom, the Reglaim. Which will continue next week. We'll uh, we'll send the drop more. This Indian of Skash Sadikim and how uh, the race is connected to the body. Shkoyach.